four, three, two, one, and we're live. On the podcast today, I'm very happy to have an old friend of mine. We went to school together at the University of South Florida. He's now transferred to Oklahoma State University, where he is killing it. Chase Ferguson, nice to be with you, mate. Nice to see you again. Thank you for having me, Harry. <laughs> How are you? How's your oh, schedule been? Good, yeah, I mean, you know, we've got a really good schedule, a lot of top matches. Um, we've been doing, I, I would say, pretty pretty well so far. Um, we've, we've come through a couple of really tough matches, and, and yeah, I'm really, really happy with where we're at. Awesome. Um, and I've had a little look at your schedule coming up. You've got uh, a really tough run of games. Uh, for spring break, you guys are going to California, which should be mm-hmm. awesome. Um, yeah. I believe you've got, was it UCLA, Pepperdine, and USC, right? Yes, yeah. Awesome. You looking forward to that? Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, spring break in Cali, I mean, we're spending the entire week there. Like, it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, really great matches as well. Um, it'll be a great test for us and really looking forward to it. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Um, well, I wanted to get started with a little bit about your upbringing and your junior's career and just to sort of set the tone for for how you got into college. And I had a little look through your ITF page and I saw you reached a, a career high juniors ranking of 128. You did some traveling around. I saw you played some international tournaments as well. Mm. How would you describe your your sort of your juniors career? Yeah, I mean I I mean I, I quit tennis for a little bit um between like the age of like 13 to 15. Um so kind of got into like ITF juniors a little bit late. Um wasn't really too focused on traveling so much um, until I, you know, I, I did well at the Taragon G1 uh, one year, maybe like 2016, 2017. Um, got a while, got into AO, uh, main draw. Um, and I made third round, um, which kind of sparked the interest of, of traveling and, and uh, trying to make the other slams. Um, which is which is kind of why I you know I started traveling to to Italy and Asia and stuff like that, um, and but yeah I mean before that honestly I, I didn't even think about there was really no chance of making making slams um, it, it's tough coming out of Australia um, you have to pay a lot of money to to go and play tournaments and, and such like that um, but yeah I mean I, I gave it a shot. Um, didn't work out too well. Uh, uh, my game wasn't the best for, for slow clay uh, when, I, when I went to Italy, but um, it, was, it was a great experience nevertheless. So. What made you stop playing for those those couple of years? Yeah, so I mean, I, I mean, like up to basically under 12s, I mean, I, I, was, I was winning a lot. Um, and I, I feel like that was kind of where my only enjoyment out of tennis was coming from was just purely winning. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I was a late bloomer physically. Uh, it, it took me a while to go through puberty and stuff like that. So, um, you know, transitioning into the 14 and unders, uh, a lot of guys were bigger, stronger, and I, I was struggling a lot. Um, that, that year when I was 13, I went like one out of 16 in, in nationals. Uh, like, yeah, uh, it, it was really tough for me, obviously, like just being so used to winning and stuff like that. And so at, at that point, I, I realized, you know, like, I mean, if there was no winning, then there was no enjoyment. Um, and so I, I took a step away from tennis. Um, and, and when I came back, I, I, I had a different approach to it. You know, I was much more invested in, in just the enjoyment aspect of it and, and being able to hang out with, with friends that were a lot more like similar to me and 
Do you have enough arms still here? <laughs> wow, I think that's a really nice sort of point to hang on to for a lot of juniors is just to have a bit of perspective and to enjoy the process a little bit more than just focusing on purely the results side of things. I think we can all learn a bit from that. Um, so you're traveling around, you've played Australian Open Juniors. When did the conversation on on college start start coming up for you? And that was very late. Um, I actually had trouble getting into college because like, I mean, I feel like in Australia especially, um, you know, if you're not really looking at college, you're not paying attention to what classes you take and, and such like that. And it starts, I think, at like year nine. So I, I hadn't taken the right classes. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, I decided to go to college really late. I, uh, Do you remember what month it was? Um, I don't remember exactly. No, but um, I mean, the main reason why I went was basically because I, I went on uh, like a little little tour um, playing futures and I remember I, I did okay the first week I qualified and lost and uh, after that I just couldn't mentally recover like I felt like I should have won my first round and literally tanked the next two weeks um, and at that point I, I realized that I was just like look I'm just not mentally ready for this like if this is how I'm reacting now like there's no way I'm going to be able to try and play like full time um if i'm not able to like rebound from matches from losses um and and that's pretty much why i decided like like yeah i need to go to college okay and uh and was it ashley that that got in touch with you from from usf yeah i mean uh i'm not sure about nowadays but at least when i was entering college a lot of it was done through like facebook messenger um, and I was actually supposed to go to Texas Tech at first, but the assistant there got a head coaching job at Texas A&M, and which opened the door for me to to go to to South Florida. Okay, what was it like adjusting to to life at college? Um, let's start with on the court. Uh, what were the big differences between you know your juniors career and and then going into college? Um biggest thing and it kind of still is is the fact that like how it's a team environment and uh you know going up through juniors uh it was definitely much more individualized and so what you kind of did didn't really affect everyone else so much um but yeah i mean once i got into college i mean i kind of took on like a leadership role whether i wanted to at the time or not but um yeah i mean some you know, sometimes I, I didn't have the best behavior and, and that kind of affected the team a lot. Um, and I wasn't really ready to admit that. I didn't really want to admit that. Um, I, I, yeah, hard pill to swallow, but, um, you know, I feel like I've definitely learned from that. Yeah. Awesome. Um, it was similar to me, actually. I, although I was probably looking for a leadership role when I went into college. Um, but I felt like, college gave me a really nice platform to to do something in leadership um because you're working in such a tight-knit team and you're living together and you're yep. eating together you're traveling together um but yeah i mean tennis is an individual sport and a lot of people that go into college from a tennis background aren't ready for that you know they've yep. had a whole juniors career of like training with their coach and, and, you know, they're collaborating with their coach on what they need. And all of a sudden there's 10 people's needs that need to be met by the coach. And it's, it's not as specialized sometimes. Yeah. Um, but there are a variety of coaches in, in the college realm. And I think you've experienced that with your transfer. 
how there's a big difference between how some coaches make the program and how other coaches make the program. What's the big difference between USF and, uh, and Oklahoma state? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, first of all, I had coaches, uh, Dustin Taylor. Um, he was the assistant at Virginia when they three peated, um, coached numerous Americans that have reached top hundred. So obviously just a wealth of like experience and knowledge and, I mean, the biggest thing with him, he's just really helped me to to understand the game better. Um, and, and also he, he knows how to deal with my personality a little bit. I mean, he, he you know, he, he's seen a lot of guys and he understands that uh, everyone needs something different, which I feel like in college, sometimes that gets overlooked. You know, uh, I feel like probably some, like a lot of the coaches just kind of like try and generalize players like you have to do this everyone's doing this like you need to do this um but you know i haven't had that with dt at all um which has been you know a a massive help for me um and then we you know uh assistant coach came in this year martin redlicky who was one in college played at ucla you know obviously (laughs) unbelievable player um so it's just been like really great in terms of not only like the, the, the tennis that like the knowledge that they can, they can give us, but just also like kind of understanding individuals and, and how we, everyone's different and stuff like that. Mm. And if I could just dive a little bit deeper into what, what you've specifically learned uh, about your game this year um, under their guidance, what, if you could maybe pick one or two things um, I think that would be really helpful. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, honestly, uh, especially my last year at South Florida, I kind of felt like I didn't really know what I was doing on court. Um, you know, obviously hitting the ball and whatever, but I, I didn't really understand the game tactically. Um, and, you know, just, just since coming here, um, it was obviously a work in progress in, in the fall. Um, but I, I feel like I, I figured it out about halfway through. Um, just, just playing with like, I mean, like gears, you know, like, uh, the variety of things. Um, one of the other biggest things is, is, uh, like spacing out and, um, you know, I kind of always figured that I I wanted to take the ball earlier. Like I wanted to stay on the baseline and, you know, stuff like that. But, but realistically, I mean, you're just cutting yourself short on time all the time. Uh, so, you know. I feel like what's made me really comfortable on court is just like spacing out, staying a little bit further back, mm-hmm. um, just seeing the game like completely in front of me. You know, like if you're on the baseline, like balls are coming past, like you're hitting them from the side of you, which is a lot more difficult than when it's in front of you. So, and how about off the court, uh, mate? When you got to college, I remember the two of us. We used to spend a lot of time together away from our sports. You know, went to a fair few parties together. Um, <laughs> We went to school in South Florida, so that's that's sort of how it was. What what can you tell us about about the time off the court? Obviously, like there were some highs, and we spent a lot of time enjoying ourselves. But there's also some lows there as well because you're spending a lot of a lot of time away from your family. It's a long way from Australia. Yeah, I mean, I um, for me, I, I kind of had a few pillars. Uh, one, probably the initial one was was my tennis results. Um, you know, if I was doing well in tennis, then then I was relatively okay. Uh, the problem with la- that my last year at South Florida was, um, you know, I hadn't been home for a long time because of COVID. Um, so that was taking a, a pretty big effect on me. Like, there's a lot of strain. Um, and then my results weren't good at all. Um, so I kind of, I lost those 
two pillars, you know, I didn't have my family and friends back home, didn't have my results to lean on. Um, and so I, I felt like at the time, especially, I just really didn't have anything. Um, so it was a tough time for sure. Um, and I mean, I guess like that's a good thing about being in a team though. I mean, I had a lot of great guys around me that, um, you know, they, they took me seriously. Uh, they took my issues seriously and, and they were really helpful in that and they were patient. And, you know, I, I think they really helped me through that time. That's a really nice introspection that you have about your pillars and, and sort of knowing what you need to have in your life in order to be happy and successful on the court. You know, it's, it's, it's so often in my own professional career where, you know, if I don't have one of my pillars, the others fall down as well. It's yeah, like, for sure, yeah. it's like you really need a comfortable environment all around you. And that's sort of what I pride myself on when I'm, when I'm doing recruitment for, for someone is, okay, everyone's different. Everyone's an individual. You know, some people value their tennis above everything else. Other people mm. really value a social life. Other people need the sun, you know, and, and yeah. can't play indoors. Um, yeah. And so for me, it, it's, it's, I know if I can't find them an environment that they're going to be happy with, then the tennis isn't going to work either. Yeah, you know? for sure. What, is, was education ever a pillar for you? Was it ever something Never. that you... Okay. <laughs> I, I, it's just strange, I'm, strange, obviously, coming from an Asian background, but my parents never really pushed it so hard. Um, it was a lot about sports. Um, and so, I mean, I coming into college, I, I really didn't care too much for education. I mean, I, I picked communication, which actually... Like I enjoyed a lot doing, um, so that that was a positive. Um, but but yeah, I mean it's it's kind of secondary to me. So okay, and and you're in your fifth year now, right? Yes. Are you doing a master's degree, or are you just finishing? No, I'm, I'm just like I mean I'm taking a major, but I won't have time to finish it. So I've okay, got okay, like okay. Two that I'm that I'm gonna try and finish. Okay, cool. How about after college? Because I mean you've got uh, this is your last year, and you, I know you have something planned. I'm sure uh, mm. there's a tennis aspect. Uh, that we can touch on in a little bit. But how about outside of tennis? Could you see yourself working in any other industry if it wasn't tennis? No. I mean, I I feel like it's almost been instilled, instilled in me since I was young that, like, office jobs just absolutely suck. Um, so I, I never really thought that I, I could get into something like that. Um, but I've always thought about and kind of wanted to get into coaching um you know I, I feel like something like college coaching for example um would be something that i'm interested in I, I feel like you know coaching like you know elite players is is quite enriching um and i, I feel like that would be you know it would make me pretty happy to do mm. i think given your experiences i think you'd be a great asset to a lot of guys that are coming in and and um yeah i can definitely see you in in a role like that but obviously you're going to try and, and play some tournaments and, and have a crack yeah. at the professional circuit after. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to give myself like a year or two to, to seriously invest. Um, and I'll see how it goes, you know. Um, hopefully things go well. Um, but, yeah. How do you think uh, college has prepared you for a life uh, in the professional circuit? So you did touch on the fact that you know, you tried before college to, to, to travel and, and tour and, and it, you probably weren't ready for it. Uh, what yeah. do you think's changed and what do you think college has given you? I mean, like for exactly those reasons why I came to college, I mean, one, I mean, I, I, I've definitely matured physically. I've um, gotten a lot stronger going into my body. 
you know, which is obviously a, a massive help, especially in the men's game with, with how physical it is. Um, second one's just mentally, you know, the, the great thing about college is, is that you have so many matches um, and the fact that it, it's a team environment and you really don't have an option to not try. Um, because, you know, when you're on tour, like you're just on your own, like if you're not feeling it for a week, you can just be like, you know, whatever. Um, but you definitely can't do that in college. Um, and so I, I think that's really helped me a lot to, to just, you know, one, like, like how, how I, I tried to play a few tournaments beforehand, uh, where I couldn't, you know, reset after a loss. Uh, I think college has helped massively with that, you know, we just move on like so much faster. Um, and two, just understanding, I mean, you know, like, I mean, losses are going to happen. Like you're not going to play your best. You're not going to play your best a lot of the time. Um, but it, it's really just about trying to still trying to like dig out wins, you know, and that, that's kind of what makes a tennis player. So, Absolutely. Um, and I think the last absolute last thing I'd, I'd like to finish on um, is, is what advice you would give to, to younger players looking at college and even yourself, maybe what advice would you have given to yourself um, that year before you went to college? Um, really feel like, I mean, I, it, it's, it's a tricky one because, you know, it kind of goes both ways when you're, when you're looking at schools. I mean, everyone's going to say the right things. Everyone's going to say the things that you want to hear. Um, and I, I think it helps a lot if you know some people, you know, in college already, um, or, or there's some people on the team that you can kind of talk to about it. Um, but really just, just finding the right place for you. I mean, uh, above everything else, you know, if, if you can find somewhere where you fit into, whether that's with the teammates that you feel like you get along with best or the, the coaching staff, whatever, um, I think that's the, the biggest key. Absolutely, mate. Chase Ferguson, thank you so much, buddy. It's, it's been a massive uh, pleasure for me to see you again and chat to you again. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to uh, find some, some positives to take away from this. And, and yeah, I'd just like to thank you wholeheartedly for your time. Thank you. I appreciate you having me.